Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Green. With the incredible growth of art fairs over the last few years, it's been interesting to watch and see all the different parts of the world that host them. While we've seen several emerge throughout Asia, it was exciting to see a major new fair emerge in Tokyo. Tokyo Gendai occurred last week, and we wanted to chat with someone who was there on the ground to see how the inaugural edition went. So in this week's episode of the podcast, we're joined by Aaron Kakar, art market editor at Artsy. Aaron was there in Tokyo, and he's kind enough to join us despite some jet lag to help us recap the inaugural edition of the fair. Hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks so much for listening. so much for joining us thanks for having me adam pleasure to be here of course thanks so much again for coming on so i think this was the first major contemporary art fair in tokyo but before we dive into the actual fair how how did this come about and what is the contemporary art scene in tokyo like sure yeah so the tokyo gendai um is part of the art assembly family of fairs uh in which uh also features rsg uh, among other fairs, uh, particularly a few in the region as well. Uh, the contemporary art scene in Tokyo is a curious one, I think, for international observers of the art market. Um, Tokyo uh, is the third, sorry, Japan is the third largest economy in the world. And uh, Magnus Renfrew, a co-founder of the fair and a director, I believe, at the Art Assembly, mentioned this phrase cultural catchment area to describe Japan's cultural influence in the rest of the world um, in terms of its its films, food, music, generally um, how much of a cultural powerhouse it is. But curiously, when it comes to the art market, the global art market, it represents just 4% of that total. Um, and there are several reasons people have given for this over the years, um, in, including the fact that Japanese collectors tend to be um, more focused on buying Japanese art, um, as, as well as other re- reasons like uh, various market activity in the 90s becoming suppressed and not really kind of recovering. Um, but the Japan that I went to last week was one that was in kind of full flow when it came to its art market. Um, there are several new galleries, new collectors, younger collectors as well. Um, and international auction houses over the last three years, uh, sorry, from 2019, have all seen a rise in activity. Um, and there's a vibrancy to the contemporary art scene in Tokyo. I went to a gallery night in Roppongi, uh, district of Tokyo, where there were several pop-ups and openings happening. And the crowd was was very young and trendy and there were major collectors uh, present as well. Uh, so it really feels like this is a kind of moment for the art scene in, in Tokyo. Yeah, it's very exciting. So tell us, what was the experience of the fair like? I imagine most of our listeners didn't attend this inaugural edition. I sat on the sidelines. I wanted to let others be the guinea pig and see how it went in this first year. And maybe I'll go in the future. But set the scene for most of us who weren't there. For sure, for sure. Um, in the run-up to the fair, I think there was a sense of nerviness. Um, as you mentioned at the top of the podcast, uh, Japan hasn't had a major art fair in a long time. And this, by kind of being, as many people have said, the first major international art fair Japan has seen in some time, put on, I think, 
a noticeable amount of pressure on the organisers and those involved uh, in, in the fair as exhibitors and even local collectors as well. And that was that was clear. Um, so th that was kind of the run-up in terms of the mood to the fair. The fair itself is in Yokohama, which is about an hour out of uh, central Tokyo, uh, very accessible by train. And Tokyo was very, very hot and humid. Um, but fortunately, Yokohama, the exhibition centre that it was in, was nice and cool. Um, and upon the opening of the VIP day, after a press conference in which uh, Renfrew uh, reiterated that this was very much a first step for the Japanese art market, um, there was a growing crowd uh, to get into the fair. And as it began to start, it was very busy. Dealers were animated by conversations from various collectors. Some booths were so busy, they were almost impossible to access. And it felt as the course of the VIP day uh, carried on and continued, that there was a real sense of not just relief, but also kind of excitement and engagement and people just having a really good time. So I think it was it was a really kind of nice introduction uh, to the Japanese art market for international visitors, but also for local collectors as well and local visitors to kind of see international galleries that maybe they weren't familiar with before. As you said, there were a handful of galleries from the U.S. and Europe. What were their primary motivations to participate? Was it somewhat of an experiment for them? Was it an attempt to penetrate this market? What would you say were their roles versus, say, the more local galleries participating? For sure, yeah. I think to, for the galleries that I spoke to um, at the fair, a lot of them were really intrigued and excited to have the opportunity to introduce themselves to a Japanese audience. And I think that a lot of the presentations in the main section of the fair present, uh, kind of represented that, with many galleries really going and showcasing the full breadth of their rosters and really kind of excited to talk local collectors through the names that they represent and the artists that they work with. And I think that was kind of the primary motivation. Um, I think Jap Japan represented, one gallerist told me, represented uh, a lot of untapped potential, uh, extending also to forging connections with museums for their artists and other institutional uh, people too. So I think it was really a, an opportunity for them to have in one place an introduction to the to the Japanese art market in one go. Of course, there are a lot of factors that go into a gallery's decision to decide to return to a fair, but perhaps the biggest one is how were sales at the fair for them? So tell us, how were sales overall at this year's fair? What were a few highlights? Yeah, sales were sales were very strong. Uh, or they were they they were they were very steady. I think um, yeah, I think the the the, the leading light I heard was uh, Sundaran Tragori Gallery in the solo presentation of Hiroshi Senju sold a work of six hundred forty five thousand um, dollars. Rex sold a Tom Russellman painting for between four hundred twenty five to four hundred sixty thousand dollars, and Blum and Poe had a string of sales. Um, Hillside Gallery, a local gallery, sold six works by their artist Shinya Sato. So there were these kind of steady ticking along sales throughout the course of the fair. Uh, I think a lot of dealers were pleased and actually a lot were pleasantly surprised by the pace at which sales were taking place too. And so how did galleries and collectors feel leaving the fair about the fair's outlook moving forward? I think there was three things. I think, first of all, there was a sense of relief. Certainly at the... Uh, drinks party that evening there was a lot of clinking of glasses a lot of sort of we've done it it's here we've it, it started now uh sense uh that was palpable across the evening and i think 
people were happy that it had begun. And I think on top of that, I think positivity was the overriding overriding sentiment. Um, people were really impressed by the size of the crowds um, that were there for the VIP day. They were surprised by the pace of sales that several were. Um, and I think also there was a recognition and it was, rec- it was, it was something that was stressed throughout uh, the fair that this is the first step for this fair and what it could mean for the Japanese art market. Whilst no one was expecting it to be the new Art Basel or a, a, a big kind of major fair moment, people did see the potential for this to kind of grow and blossom into something as years go by. Um, and there was a sense, I think after the day had ended, that that potential was did actually have some substance to it. Aaron, thanks so much again for coming on the podcast and helping us recap the inaugural edition of Tokyo Gendai. We'll definitely be following the fair over the years to see how it develops. If our listeners don't already, they should definitely check out all of your writing on Artsy as well as your colleagues' writings. We appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Adam. Much appreciated. Cheers.